Conan, what is best in life? To crush your enemies, see them driven before you, and to hear the lamentation of the women. That is good. That is good. Flying Monkeys Wargaming Podcast, where four gaming was easy. It'd be your mom, made no spam here. If you listen to work, you probably should not listen at work or get yourself a damn good set of headphones. If you're listening at home, you probably shouldn't listen around kids or just don't have kids and the problem is solved. We are a weekly tabletop wargaming, predominantly Warhammer 40k podcast. Uh, this week we talk a lot about the road to LVO. Uh, I talk a little bit about a Wisconsin GT I went to. It was Fort Palooza. I uh, went up there with Matt Ruitt and uh, a couple of the guys, Jeremy and Tarzan. I did not get into talking a whole lot about that, but uh, I had a dope weekend, man. Jeremy and Tarzan were a lot of fun. You know, Ruitt's Ruitt. Uh, good time. I'll probably dedicate more time to that in another episode, but want to give a shout out to my boy uh, Jeremy and my boy Tarzan. Um, it was a good weekend, and I enjoyed you guys' company. We had a lot of fun. So, all that being said, let's get into the meat of it. Uh, I'm judging LVO this weekend, so come up and say hi. Come find me. Come say hello, and uh, I'll probably say hello back or something unkind or kind or whatever. Uh, you can roll the dice and take that bet, but. Uh, should be a good time. Uh, you know, for most of us, this is the mecca of wargaming, the the big one, the big event, the grand tournament, of grand tournaments. And uh, I have enjoyed the years that I have been. So if you've not been, you should at least uh, look into it next year or come check it out if you're you're close to it. Uh, but Reese, Reese and crew put on a good show, so I'm looking forward to doing the doing the thing. So. I will stop rambling and get into the episode, and I hope you guys have fun listening to it, and uh, as always, I will take feedback, and I appreciate all the support the show. Thank you. Flying Monkeys Wargaming Podcast, where before gaming was easy, it would be your mom. Uh, Mano Spam here, and uh, I'm here with uh, Tim. I don't know if you have a Tesla or not, <laughs> but he's going to tell you about his Tesla, Royers. What's up, Tim? What's happening, guys? And uh, Scott, motherfucking Sasser. What's up, Scott? Hey, guys. How's it going? Uh, we're back to talk a little bit about some LVO meta, some LVO lists that we've seen that we liked. And we were already kind of hot and heavy in it. Uh, we were digging a little bit into Sherwin's list. Uh, I think uh, we, there's some stuff we like about Ben's list, and uh, I think he's going to be a favorite at LVO to watch out for. So um, we can get back into it, man, right where we're at. So for those who don't know, you know, if, if you're living under a 40K rock right now, one of the hotness, one of the one of the badassery things out there right now is the Crusher Stampede from Terranets. And... A lot of people are doing the Crusher Stampede. You know, there's a lot of the Art of War guys doing the Custodies thing. And uh, we were kind of talking about uh, Ben's list. Do you want to give those thoughts that you gave right before we started recording, Tim? You want to talk about it a little bit? Which which part of it? The, the Crusher specifically or just the Yeah, the about the, how, how the Crushers do really well in uh, the Stampede versus Stampede matchup. And we were kind of going through the... Yeah, so the, the he's... This is probably like the, the thing that... Not probably. It is the thing that sets Ben's that sets Ben's list off compared to the other ones. Is he's he's bringing? Gosh, how many? Three, three yeah, of them. Yeah, three Stone Crusher Carnifexes, which is not a huge point investment, right? They're they're only 125 points pop, but they you know they do mortal wounds on the charge. They get plus one to hit on the charge. But critically, when you're attacking, is it vehicles and monsters? I think it's vehicles and monsters. Vehicles and monsters. Yeah, they're damaged five, which is a really big deal against other Crusher Stampedes because, like, if you're only a damage two attack, you lose 50% of your damage output to the minus one damage. But if you're a damage five attack, it's only a 20% reduction, right? right. So it's a, it's a much, it affects you a lot less. And I mean, you only need a few of those to get few, you know, through to drop one of the big baddies in the, in the other list. And so I think. I think people are going to sleep on it. And I think one of the reasons especially is because, you know, usually when people look at Carnifex is they talk about their mobility or lack thereof, but there's so many ways that you can get those Carnifexes to the targets that they need to, um, especially because, yeah, he's got the Swarm Lord, right? I mean, he's got ways to do it. And so I think it's that's the kind of thing in an event like this that can make or break if you make a run or not, right? Because if he just had the standard crusher list, then it just kind of comes down to, you know, did you get the first turn or did you get the dice you needed? But having that one tweak of the list, I think could potentially separate him from the rest of the crowd. So I'm, 
I'm very excited to see how Ben does with this list. Yeah, when you're only sacrificing 125 point units to just dunk on most most things, it's pretty pretty sweet. So I, I think that's a really really nice addition to it. Yep. Yeah, uh, dual harpies, which I think a lot of the list had the dual harpy gimmicks. It's really good. I yeah. think it's really good. It's really really super good. So. Uh, and the fact I, that it acts like a you know like a like a hell drake is just funny. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, nasty <laughs> too, because you can also make that bitch opsec, so he can go sit on something. <laughs> yeah, 12, twelve opsec. Here's 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 twelve wounds that count as opsec. You know, fuck your little five man unit hanging out here. So, well, I said, you know, I said when we uh, talked about New Year's knockout that when I played John's Crusher list. That caused me more fits than his hive guard did, right? From a point perspective, like when I was trying to fight for primary points, him having that stupid flying thing sitting in my back ob second, it was brutal. And so I think that's something that's going to sneak up on a lot of folks who aren't, you know, who haven't gotten their game time in against that list. So it's, it's, yeah, I mean, you'll just realize when it's in your, in your lines turn one. I mean, it moves 30, you'll be like, oh shit, it's, uh, it's here already. I have, to, I have to handle this now. So. Yeah. yeah, it's cool. I don't know, man. I I know a lot of people are salty on the meta and, you know, complaining about the state of things, but I don't know, man. I'm kind of digging it. Like, you look at what's 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 going on right now. Like, I, you know, I went to the GT this last weekend and there was like nine fucking custodies list. And, you know, that's, that's a new book. There's guys actually playing GSC winning games. You know, there's... There's people putting fucking tyranids on the table. You know, I was playing fucking baby night spam. You know, this yeah. this this is all stuff that like six months ago, you know, six months ago it was Jukari, Jukari ad make Jukari, Jukari ad make Jukari, yes. Jukari yeah, ad. yeah. And and like you know, sure, Jukari Thick City is still a thing, but you know, I played Thick City twice. I played Thick City, and uh, I put a hundo on a dude. You know that. <laughs> and, and, and we won a jump. He beat Matt Root round one, you know. And then I played James Kelly with Thick City, and I lost by five points. So, you know, nothing, nothing seems like it's destined or set in stone, or like yep. you know, this is the whatever. It's like there was enough of a mix of stuff that like it was dope to see what was going on and the matchups and the armies, and like it's not what it was six months ago, and. Yep. Like, that's exciting to me, you know. Like the Tau book, I fucking hate Tau, but God they're gonna bless, have some love. They're gonna, you know, they're gonna. God shoot, bless shoot, it shoot. if I see Tau on the table. So there's some variety of fucking armies, you know. So well, and that's the thing, right? Like when I've been talking to, to guys getting ready for LVO, like you said, there's. I mean, we can gripe about the meta, but the fact is, there's way more viable lists out there right now, and you, you can make the argument that you know, you can make the argument that Crusher Stampede is too powerful, but it's like. Yeah, but if it's not Crusher Stampede, then there's the Custodes builds you can talk about. And then there's the Drakari builds you can talk about. The there's Templars. so many. Right. And then, you know, the fact that like Thick City is not necessarily ideal, right? Because now there's some lists that really hard counter Thick City. So then you've got Manny Chima bringing what, 160, 160? 140? <laughs> rack City. 170. Rack, rack City. Yeah. <laughs> like bringing that many racks. I mean, like, Again, like you were saying, Bam, if we were to travel back to two months ago, the the diversity of lists at the top of the field was nowhere close to what it is right now. Right. And so there's still definitely like some power gaps. Like, I mean, Necrons still need love, right? But it's certainly healthier than it, it's probably the healthiest ninth has been in. I think that's a fair statement. Um, and so, yeah. so I mean. The only downside of, you know, the timing of LVO is like the new missions drop this weekend, right? So it's like there was juicing to play those, man. I'm already, I'm playing yeah, one yeah. tonight, so you, you know, know what? Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of appropriate though in my book. Like like I know that we kind of do the Lord Marshall thing, so there's some overlap in seasons. But if I were a guy and I was out there strictly competing in ITC for ITC points, I think it's kind of appropriate to have the chapter proved dropped. You oh know, yeah. The the big championship weekend. Yep. You know, and, and so from here on out towards next year's LVO, you know, the guys will be able to play with that book until another book drops with the new missions or whatever. So can I uh, can I sidebar about that real fast before we get back to talking LVO? Of course, man. Yeah. We're we're never organized on this fucking yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah. I, I just, about. Oh, let me check the show case. notes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the shit's still blank. <laughs> the show notes we don't have. 
It's like, hey guys, no. we're just gonna ramble about this for an hour tonight. So. <laughs> so, like, one of the things that I've I've heard from some folks that I think is a valid kind of complaint to talk about right now is the uh, the points changes that are coming out in chapter approved, and it's not necessarily that. Obviously, point changes are welcome, but the problem is you can tell that they had to make those decisions on the points several months ago in order to get this book to print. Right. And it's, and, and so, you know, if there's one thing, like if I could wish list right now, it's that they would make it so that they only do point changes in the quarterly updates. So that way they, they can like real time adjust to the meta as it is right now. Right. Cause I mean, they can drop a digital PDF in, you know, two hours. Right. But they've, but I mean, again, these decisions were being made and, you know, in part, I know this because I was solicited for feedback on this. Right. So I know um, that, you know, they were having conversations about these points several months ago when certain codices weren't even out yet. Right. And so I, I just think and, and I don't want to sound overly salty about this because we're, we're progressing in the right direction. Right. I think there's a lot of good things in this chapter approved book. Like the fact that they're coming out with secondaries for the books that don't have ninth edition for the armies that don't have ninth edition books yet is a good change. But that's one thing I still want GW to work on is like, come on, like if you're truly trying to adapt to the meta, why would you put these point changes in, in print? It just doesn't make sense to me. So, so I still like the physical books, but I wish somebody would just go up to the Warhammer preview, buy out all their tickets for that thing. And one lone guy would be like, I bet you everybody in this convention, if you just go ask them, would pay $20 a month for a, a, you'd have a subscription based thing to get digital rules and just watch how simple everyone would be like, yeah, totally. I would do that because the people that are going to pirate shit are already going to do it. Doesn't matter if they make it digital or not. Yeah. You know, in my opinion, it's just they're, they're, the guys, the people doing it are going to do it. The people buying books are still going to buy books, even if they come out six months later. Um, but you know, I just think, yep. you know, just to show the popularity, like everybody's like digital rules or digital rules and, and everybody's, you know, coming from this world where at almost every game we play now is digital rules besides right. 40k. I, I am on that note. I mean, I agree with you that they need to do that. I am happy about the increased pace of the armies dropping, though. I mean, think about it. We already have GSC and Custodes tower right around the corner, and it looks like Eldar are dropping mid-February. I mean, that's way faster than what we got in the back half of 2021. Yeah. You know, so I, I'm with you. I think they also need to make the push to digital, but at least the pace is quickening because I think, Bam, you and I counted it up a few weeks back. Like, there's over a dozen armies that still need, like, ninth edition love or something like that. I mean, yeah. it was, it was yeah. intense, right? Was, but more than you think. Right. Like most but of he, Space Marine supplements, all, you know, all need love. Yeah. Trust me, my Imperial Fists. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, um, I mean, yeah. But I mean, but again, like, so even if that's true, right, that we have like 16 or so to go in the first two months, we've knocked out four of them, right? That's a quarter of the need right there already in yeah. the first, you know. And we know months. like chaos and, and Eldar are right around the corner. And those are two big portions of the family. I'm going to bet you serious money right now. And this is on the podcast, so y'all can roast me if I'm totally wrong about this. I'm telling you right now, this is what's going to happen. They're going to drop that box set. They're going to release an Eldar codex. And then the chaos space ring codex is going to be nowhere in sight. Those players are going to have to deal with one wound chaos space marines for at least another half a year. Oh, I'm just, man, I hope I'm, not. I'm, I'm absolutely calling it right now, dude. What's funny about I already joked about it, but chaos players are like <laughs> the, the saltiest of the salt of fucking 40k players, anyways. It's so, already so they, it's already the dudes that hate their dad. So so I will tell you, it's <laughs> it's 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 worse now because they took away the single sub. Or they they made it single sub faction. So now the guys that were super, you know, in children's or world bearers, things like that, whatever, you know, ho however you would do it, they can't do that anymore. Yeah. So that's kind of like even more like, come on, man. Like the the chaos players were already reaching so deep into the tank of like, what can I fucking put together to with psychic spells that I still have access to. And it's just like, oh, no, I can't do this still. You know, so it's just a shame. Hey, man, Abaddon got a buff. They're fine. It's good. I think Abaddon's still fucking cool, but... Yeah, I, I was... I was I was writing lists with Abaddon, and I'm just trying to get stuff to, to do right. But the only thing I think in the meantime, which is sad, is, like, I saw they're lowering the points of Chaos Space Marines you know, probably until they get two wounds. So it'll be mm -hmm. like a 60-some point unit, which, you know, if you look at the equivalent Sisters of Battle, you know, at, at Toughness 3 with 3-up armor, 
you know, being objective secured, you know, it's not an absolute trash unit. You know, it's not the greatest unit, but it's not the worst unit. So, right. yeah, but I mean, if you can get, you know, 20 Marines for sub 250 points, that's pretty good. 240. It's not bad. You know, so, so. yep. And then, you know, they'll, of course, have to be adjusted once they get the two wounds. But I, uh, I don't know, man. We'll see. We'll see what happens with the point. I'm excited. I guess, long story short, like, I think chapter proof dropping, you know, I don't mind the points coming with it because I saw some stuff in Space Wolves that looks super dope. I think, uh, I think Wolfen might be back on the table for a lot of people. And I, uh, I, I like them. I, I think, you know, I just, you can't, they're not, they're not, they're not core. So it's just, yeah, but the, it's hard to get re rolls, man. So the usage I think about them is, uh, I probably math this wrong, but you know, basically a unit of five with you know four Thunderhammer Storm Shield dudes and then the Frost Claw homie, you know, they're gonna be under 150 points. It's 140. It's 140. 140 yeah. And yeah. you you throw that 140 point unit or 145, sorry. At some big block of like, you know, black Templar Terminators or some you know, murderous block of of whatever that fights first for Jukari. And it doesn't matter what happens. That unit's going to fight. That unit's going to take all of its swings. And mm-hmm. 140 points is going to, you know, basically kill whatever we ran it into, in my opinion. So, so like the Terminators is like that. I don't think it does it because it can't. It doesn't have. It doesn't have the full rerolls. So, like when you're trying to spike those sixes and try to get double swings off of those, it you're not going to get as many without the full rerolls that I've found. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I still think at maybe at 105 points for, you know, outflanking units still can be, but they always, I mean, they can sh- so if you take board oh. heroes and you take uh whirlwind or rage, they always count as being an assault doctrine. So at, that's right. So at four dudes that get shock assault. So basically they have three, four attacks each. Yep. Uh, so you're swinging, you know, 16, out of those 16, you know, you should get three to four sixes that are proccing, you know, two extra sixes each. So there's like eight or 10 extra attacks. Like it's, it's more than you think. Cause I was playing with the dice rolling it earlier. So <laughs> <laughs> yes, you were. Yeah, oh, man. Who doesn't do that? Come on, get out of here. Man, I'm going to, I <laughs> fucking self loathing Space Wolves player here. But well, but I mean, like, no, I, but I think you could throw them at about anything and you're going to get, you know, a good 16 to 20 Thunderhammer swings on something and probably a good, you know, 10 to 12 Thunderhammer wounds. And you could play the Savage Strikes to make them, you know, plus one to wounds. So you're winning about anything on the game on twos because they're strength 10 with that Thunderhammer. Yeah, yep. so and, and you'll well, always get value out of them because yeah. they fight on death. So they move eight. You have to hide them. You know, it's but it's their scalpel. But you yeah. you can put them at something you really want off the board, and for 140 points, I think they're worth trying out. I'm gonna try out a couple of units, see what happens. Well, and and yeah. I think this conversation is the perfect argument against what I was saying about the points in chapter approved, right? Because like you're talking about throwing in a unit that you wouldn't have even looked at two weeks ago. Right. And you're not the only one that I'm hearing these kinds of conversations from. So, I mean, that in that respect, it certainly has done its job and it's getting people to look at some stuff that maybe they hadn't considered before. Right. And like, I joked about the Necrons needing some love, but even the Necron, the local Necron guys that I know are looking at those point changes for Necrons going like, "Hmm, is there something here? Like, can I do something with this? You know? And so I guess we'll have to see what happens. Well, coupled with all the core they got, I think there is some spice there in the Necrons. I mean, I, I think so too. Yeah. Uh, you know, I just you can't get that. I mean, that is like a lot of buffs to not. Dude, you know, I, I, the to Necrons say it's either got, not good or 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 still bad. You know, they got they got Oprah up in that bitch handing out points reductions for Necrons. Man, yep. she was like, "You get a point reduction. You get a point." Well, they reduction. sorely needed it. They yeah. sorely needed it. Yep. They, the they really the nice thing is like this points. is the perfect time for them to get it because there are so many questions in the meta right now, right? There's so many powerful builds that that means that there's a space in there for a Necro. You know what I mean? Like there's an opportunity for them. It's not just your car or your Admech like it used to be, right? And so I think there is a space for them to carve out because since there's not just like one or two dominant lists anymore, you can't just tech to one build. And it leaves, it opens up the space for other armies to start bringing some things that have been left on the shelf for a while because they might be, you know, kind of caught in the crossfire of what other people were bringing, so... We'll have to see. 
Yeah, I look I look forward to it. I you know, I don't know, man. I hope <laughs> I have a feeling we're all gonna get punched in the dick by the Eldar book. And I welcome it, dude. Fuck it's it, gonna dude. be a couple months of, of the struggle and then it'll get better. They'll be like nobody can have only everyone can only have two planes except Eldar. They can go back to the eight flyer list. Right. Right. <laughs> and if they, they can, want. And they, they can pivot and they can pivot three times and go to strategic reserves after it's shot twice. And there's some shit like that. What what'd y'all think of the uh the leaks on the the Ranger jet bikes that they came out with? I think they're gonna be annoying. I think they'll Man, be okay. pregame move if they still move like 14 is talking about like moving 14 and then and then potentially also moving another 14 turn one so going 28 inches yeah you know, i mean they'll be a good utility the out of you they'll be a good utility unit for sure but it's like we all know that's not where the strength of the book is going to be right like no but that i mean just having a little piece like that is, sounds pretty cool well they certainly did not need any more tools how about that <laughs> like power like fully powered eldar goodness I still have nightmares from invisible race nights from back in the day. Like I do, I do not oh, need or five race nights. <laughs> sketch hatch, sketch hatch everywhere. Uh, well, yeah. and that's that all that honestly is the big gonna be the biggest issue with the new Eldar decks is all of the people who have been sitting on their Eldar armies just waiting, right? Like it's not gonna be like like with Admech. People had to paint that stuff, right? Because nobody had 80s Katari lying around, right? Yeah, nobody. yeah. Okay, you're right. Yeah, it's gonna be like the flood, dude. Yeah, Ben Sherwin's gonna be like, "Here's my ten race knights that have been waiting for this moment. Yeah. Here we go, right? Like you just <laughs> drop them on the table. And hey, just... I got, I got three in the garage. So, <laughs> yep. I've played Bam Zeldar Flyer Spam. I've played Ben Zeldar Flyer Spam. Hey, listen, though. Colin Burns is. You ever want to talk spam? about the accidental counter to have the accidental counter? Guess what Tim was fucking playing when I had that goddamn flyer list? <laughs> Hopefully he was playing custodians and magic boxes. No, Mother dude, I fucking the, Imperial Fist. It was the Imperial the, Fist when the, the extra damage dropped. to the vehicles. Ooh, cool. Yeah. So. <laughs> and I was running like Leviathan spam. I just I just <laughs> leaf floored him off the table. I was like, God damn it. Like the one, the one fucking counter out there. Guess what Tim had? So Tim looks like, up, yeah. he goes, Well, he can't hide. Let me just, <laughs> yeah. fucking, let me just aim up. Uh, well, it was worse because like I went first and so he couldn't get any of his defensive spells off, right? So I'm just sitting there. Yep. Just... The worst and the worst part is I had to play Colin Burns the round before, so I was already goddamn exhausted. So if you're Colin, you're out there listening, fuck off. So <laughs> yeah, if you think playing against Colin is exhausting, try being in the same club as Colin. That's true. That's I true. played against him at uh, the Las Vegas team tournament. Did you? Yeah. He's it was so, a good Colin or bad Colin. It's it, it was enjoyable. It depends did, on did Colin win? Are. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> the way Scott said that. So, hey, let's let's get back on the rails here. Uh, yeah, yeah. We commented a little bit about Sherwin's LVO list. Um, I have not been through them like you guys have. Uh, what have you seen, Tim? What do you? What do well, you? Well, I mean, the main thing, the main things is jump. First of all, like pretty much everybody taking nids is taking Crusher. So it's really interesting how quickly people have moved on from like the Manny Chima 18 hive guard build, right? Which it speaks to the strength of the crusher list that people have moved on to either that or like John Lennon's kind of more Jack of all trades tiered list. Um, but the thing that really shocked me was the number of people that jumped to custodes. Uh, that one really speaking of people who jumped to custodes. Oh no. Well, wait, Dan, Dan's logged on the chat. Is he all? Oh, there he is. Oh, Connected shit. auto. There's that meta chasing some bitch. What's up, what's up Dan? You Dan told no he's going to oil himself down for the tournament <laughs> to match his blade guard. Just, did you see his fucking uh, blade master? Yeah, dude. Those dude. are awesome. I did say, I, I told Bam. So a funny thing that happened at New Year's Knockout was uh, Jeff was complaining about having dry hands. So, so Bam, Bam, about this. Bam, Bam offered like, hey, man, like I got some stuff, you know, to help you out with that. And he's like, great. And then like Bam just slaps his like huge dollop of stuff in his hands. And he's like, oh, by the way, it's like Vaseline. It was like a half dollar size. To this Jeff, shit, Jeff was walking around like this for like an hour. He couldn't like, grip like, anything. It like his, his game one was really 
So I told Bam, because Bam's judging at LVO. So I told Bam, I'm like, Bam, instead of handing out yellows, just like lube their hands up. That's the worst punishment. Like, they won't even be able to handle their models at all. Dude, well, I was trying to be helpful. Jeff fucking comes up and he's like, Yeah, my hands were fucking dried out from what was he drywalling? Dry yeah. yeah, dude. He was drywalling. I was like, Oh, dude, I carry this good stuff. It's fucking awesome. And, <laughs> and apparently put way too much. <laughs> Oh man. And Scott was fucking just laughing his ass. I, did, I, was, I, was, I was laughing it's too much. Uh, Dan, how are you doing today? Can we hear Dan? How are you doing today, Dan? I can't hear you, Dan. No, you're muted, motherfucker. Oh, there, there you go. go. There you go. There we go. No, I'm good. Just just uh getting packed. So we were talking right when you hopped on Dan, Bam kind of asked, like, what are the big army trends at lvo and i was mentioned here and it's a rise you hopped on i said i was surprised by the number of people taking custodes which you're taking custodes so he's uh, the imperium of. with air imperium. No. you know better imperium. tim <laughs> custodes with guard imperium good shit dude yeah dude, full payload manacles, commonly man. known they have a place they're good they're a little swingy so we'll see how they do yep but uh yeah but, there's every single i haven't looked i've i mean i've only looked at a handful of lists and uh, but every single tyranid list I looked at was Crusher Stampede. I I did not find. I mean, I only looked at like I said, just a handful of random ones. But I did not see a single non Crusher Stampede list. So, so here's here's one list I want to point out. Uh, Charlie Andre's list. Did you see this one? Did you see this? Yeah, it's dude, fucking I, forty Terminators. I played against one of our, our locals, it. our locals last night, who's got Knights and Dark Angels. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, he's like, well, what, what list do you want to play? I guess I was like, well, let me look at uh, Charlie's list and see if it's worth practicing. I looked, I was like, oh, I was like, just bring your knights. So, you know, he's tricksy, dude. I mean, he's tricksy. He's got, he's, he's got skill, but man, Charlie's a good player. I would say slow as fuck. That's exactly it. They're super, super slow. <laughs> and like, especially like with the, the dreadnoughts, like, oh, I, you have like, he has a lot of lightning claws in his lists. Uh, I don't know if that's normal or not, but lightning claws don't like getting the rerolls turned off. So it's uh yeah, I, I don't I don't know enough about Yeah, but you the, don't like going against permanent tra- transhuman either. So like I mean literally there's but one model that doesn't have transhuman. It's not a big deal. You you still one shot them. Don't so. they reduce damage too? Only on With one strat. Unit. Yeah. Well, oh, okay. With the banner guy on one yeah, unit. The, yeah. It's so. a nominated unit and then they get <sighs> it. I don't think Charlie. I, I don't. I don't know for sure, but I would assume Charlie's playing him just to try to win best Archangels. Not yeah, hundred percent. Oh yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. So, so yeah, he's just going to score as many points every game. Yeah, I don't think he's playing him to try to win the event. But I mean, it, it's it's not a terrible list. But I mean, just you look at the what the meta is. Um, if you look at what the meta is, I don't. Yeah, it's just. Uh, I wouldn't want to be playing Dark Angels. I mean, you're going to like against Crush Stampede, you're going to be eating mortals out the ass. You're going to be getting, you know, monsters that reroll the wound just shoved down your throat turn after turn. So it's going to be a go your bloodbath. Yeah. Yeah. The top three factions are Drakari, Custodes, and Tyranids. Yeah. I, would I didn't realize that. that many people were sitting on custodies, man. Like it, it's an easy, yeah, dude. It's an easy four, four or five hundred bucks. You can have at least the, at least the you know box set shit. You can. There's literally yeah. somebody run like a fourteen model custodes army. It's like six dreadnoughts, three characters, and five bikes. That's two thousand points. Yeah, like it's, it's, actually, let's let's be real. Most of the Forge World stuff was came from China, anyways. So yeah, whatever. If that makes sense. <laughs> There's uh Ryan Snyder's running six of the three Forge World. Big flyers, little flyers, and then two units of bikes and two shield captains. <laughs> Bruh. Like some of the some of the custodes lists are tiny. Well, it's well, the guy from what... the guy from England's coming over, and he's running like two two characters, like uh, three squads of guard, three mans, three squads of bikes, three mans, and then like one or two other things, like a, like a banner and something else. Like that's it. So yep, I just. Oh, I think you're so. I think you're just so dice prone, though, with that low of a model count, right? I mean, that's mm-hmm. your dice abandon you, and your your SOL with that. I mean, and that's why I don't get. Um, and I'm saying this because I respect the heck out of him as a player and as a tactician, but I I do not. I question how well John Lennon's list will work in the environment. I really, I I don't it's understand. Not, I literally said that he was uh, pulling a not a body white scar year, so we'll see. <laughs> Yep. 
Yeah, I just well, and that's part of the problem when you try and plan for an event this big. It's really easy to game yourself, right? And to and to like overbuild a list. And I think that's the risk. It, I'll pull it up so that way. People so you think be- you think he needs to go uh, nids? Yeah, the, so the, not even necessarily nids, but the problem with his list is it's custodes would still have a custodes don't like minus one damage. Um, yeah, and then his answer for minus one damage is a Cladius tank, and then six bikes. Yeah. So, so all he's got, he's got, yeah, he's got a Caladius. Some uh, launchers on the bike. Yeah. Yeah, he does. Yeah. 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 So Caladius, two of the bike squads, uh, custodian wardens, couple, a uh, couple dreadnoughts, and then two squads of Sagittarium custodians, a squad of prosecutors, Trajan, shield captain on bike, and then a, a voidsman squad. That's it. That's all mm-hmm. he's got. Yeah. I just think, I just think like, and I know Manny's list is extreme. But well, so, how, do you, how do you get through 160 racks with that? Uh, <laughs> you don't. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Is, and I don't. Well, to be, I'll game. I don't think anyone was really playing on 160 racks. So, yeah. But that's but awesome. this, but just that list in the meta, like yeah, like the math is really good for killing. You know the the math like the, I think that list on theory works a lot better against like uh, Talos because sure. of the threat range and stuff. But like against Tyranids, so what if like what if you roll up in the range of that Dimacaron, you know, shoot your six bikes and you roll and they then they transhuman that thing, and all of a sudden you roll a little crappy or they lo- roll a little good good saves and you only get like one thing through, you know, and that thing is gonna get buffed up, roll up there and just pick up a bike unit. How far do the bikes shoot? The, they're they're no, moves, just 24 their their guns are 24 they can yeah. make them 28 or they can okay. move 20 so uh, like it's one of those where you can throw one unit up right to shoot with it and then just try to it's I one mean, unit moving up shooting, the fuck out of it it's one unit moving it and shooting up it's three shots i understand that i mean i understand yeah. that but i mean you also if, if your opponent has to invest everything to kill those three bikes maybe it's don't get me wrong. They're, they can. They, you spend two CP on them. You can't re-roll, re-roll anything, and then they get the transhuman. So they're they're not easy to kill. But you know, it's it's just it's just three models. Like correct. I don't know. There's there was an orc list that actually I was laughing at it because I actually think it's pretty good in the meta. It was uh like two six man. It was a speed wog. It started with I think it started with twelve CP. He didn't spend anything extra. So just one attachment. But it was like uh. Two units of two. It was two Waz bombs, uh, a solo character, and then uh, like two or three units of bikes, like Max, and then uh, some buggies, like just buggies filling the rest of it out. And then, oh, it was yeah, that's what it was. It was and then it was sorry, it was two units of bikes uh, maxed out, two Defcopter units maxed out, then two uh, a Squig buggy unit and a Megatrack scrap tech unit, and then two Waz bombs. But that thing hits like a freaking truck. Yeah. Like each of those. Uh, and the death copters are great against the racks. The death copters are good against everything in this meta. Yes, yeah, they're good yeah. in close combat too. Yeah, yeah. yep. So, well, they're popping out uh, twenty-four on average, twenty-four missile shots a turn. Yep. You know, hit on hit on fives, but still, like that's just, and they're all flat three damage. Like I would not want to be playing a custode, being playing you know custodes and running into that. You know, you're gonna cry. Yep. And people are sleeping on those because, like, death copters are often viewed as like a filler unit, right? Like, people just take those and, like, they don't. Re- a lot of people don't realize what their output can be, too. So, mm-hmm. so that, that one, is- like, there's there's a lot of uh, speaking kinda- speaking of death copters. You guys know uh, uh, Dave Denuser? Yeah, mm-hmm. that that motherfucker. He got me pretty good this last weekend, and it was actually pretty funny. Uh, so he was running uh, Speedwog with like all the the Def Coptas at GT. He wasn't playing his uh, usual Dreadnoughts. That's he was not playing his usual Dreadnoughts. He had like three fatty units of uh, Def Coptas and and some other stuff running the Speedwog. And, and uh, basically, turn one, I torched like two of the Def Copter units with those baby knights. And he kept doing like the bounce one of them off the board every turn. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty good for them, man. Yeah. It was two CP. And at one point in time, he goes, Hey man, did you have 13 or, or 14 war dogs in your list? And I'm like, 13. And he goes counting and he counted 14. And like I, I was like, oh fuck. Like I thought, like, man, I brought one too many goddamn armor. 
and, <laughs> 170 points and, uh, and, uh, and i was like in my head i was like okay if i fucked up i just concede and say like i fucked up and i give him the game and hopefully have the rest of the weekend and i was like dude cat no way and like he counted it again and i went son of a bitch there's 14 and like I started counting them and I got 13. I was like, how am I getting 13? You're getting 14. And he did it again. And then uh eventually I found out what he was doing was he's counting one of them twice on purpose to fuck with me. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> that motherfucker spent like five minutes fucking with me about the count of those things. And like I was seriously scared to death that <laughs> I played him with one too many models and was like fixing to go concede. Commissioner's and, uh, about to get yeah. red carded at the event. <laughs> I was like, I had like, I was like, oh no, I'd never do that on purpose, man. I'm sorry. And and he's just laughing his and dude, he does he's not, you know, he's pretty stone faced most of the time. And oh yeah. And uh, when I saw him crack spot laugh and tell me he was counting one of them twice, I was like, you son of a bitch, you you fucking got me. So if uh, Dave, I'm gonna get you back someday. I don't know how or when, but but you got one fucking coming, man. So, but anyways, back to Def Coptus. But that's yeah. that's what brought that up in my mind because he he had that list, and uh, I think I think Def Coptus are one thing in that speed walk that you got to respect. It's yeah. Well, and to the larger point that Sam's is making, like there's lists like that will that will sneak up on people that are actually really good into the meta right now, and I think that's gonna be that's going to be kind of the wild card, right? Like in terms of predicting who has a shot to get to the final group of folks for LVO, it's do lists like that have enough in the tank to make that kind of a run, right? Cause you can't lose any games to make to the final cut. You have to be undefeated. Yeah, correct. Which, yeah, I custodes could make it if they get the perfect pairings, but uh, I, I don't, it's a, uh, there's, there's, and I, and I know, I mean, I've played against Cookies Custodes way too many times. And there's 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 times where, you know, his Venatari, because they were always the thing that scared me the most. There's times that I would I would shoot something at him and like three of them would die, just like randomly. And other times I would shoot my entire army at them and like two would die. So yeah. like they're, they yeah. are swingy. And that's the, that is the, the good and the, the downs, the, the bad side to them. So, but I don't, I wouldn't. If I was trying to win LVO, I would be probably bringing Crusher Stampede. To be honest, maybe, maybe I don't know enough about them, but there's some of the uh, Nid uh, GSC lists looked interesting. So, yep. Well, and I think there's going to be some RNG factor, like with with the player place with the player place terrain, and with the fact that there's several different like table sets of terrain that they have. And I'm going to be honest with you. It, it would radically change some of those missions depending on if I'm like on the Tau board versus the urban board that they've got. It's it's not the same, even though they're all player place terrain. Like it's, I've I've done a few test games. I did a couple of dance plays. I did a couple in other spots, and it 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 it's going to be something that's going to definitely throw some people off. I played played Matt's nights last night, and uh, we we were talking about it like after the game. And I was like, if I play, if I play your night, if I played on a night player on like these three boards, I think I'm fine. Uh, like it's 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 in my favor. But if I play a night player on these two other boards, all of a sudden it's it's uh it gets a little sketchy because you know the train is the the train on some of these boards is less places to truly hide. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Yep. Or you so, or, or or you know there's you know there's places to hide, but you can't fit most of your army. You got to fit. You know, fifty yeah. percent instead. So well, and and you're gonna tell who's practiced using the player place terrain rules and who hasn't because, like, I did a test game with with other Dan, and if you drop your terrain first and position your pieces in a certain part of the board, you might dictate how they have to drop all of their terrain from that point forward, right? Because the big terrain has to be what five or six inches apart. Everything else six. has to be four inches apart, mm-hmm. and so like it got to the end of our terrain setup. And Dan actually had to readjust some of his pieces because he couldn't fit his last piece in. And so, you know, there's, again, people, the people who know how to take advantage of that and who don't, that's going to be, could potentially give them a huge edge for certain matchups. Yeah. Well, I like that one thing I don't like, I think I'm looking at right now, like the orc board, like the orc board is like, it has one side of the board. One, one person gets dense trained. 
the other person doesn't. Like, oh, seriously? Yep. Yeah, I don't like the asymmetrical one. Yep. Nope. <sighs> the orc, for, I think the orcs one's the only one like like that. The other ones are I have, I have slight differences, but, but, not but then it makes it makes the roll off for picking sides and choosing terrain actually important for once, which is actually kind of nice. But it's also game winning. I mean, ima- yes. imagine Can imagine be, yes. you have two orc armies against each other. One person gets the dense terrain, the other person doesn't. That's a pretty yes. big, it's big, pretty big. Uh, yeah. advantage. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't. Uh, we'll see. It's there's there's a lot of a lot of variants. Yep, I think. I mean, the thing about an event of this size is there's just too many question marks to really. It's wide open, right? Like there's so many people that could be in the running for it just because you might get a lucky match. You might get a lucky set of matchups to get to the final eight and avoid a bunch of people, right? Or you might get unlucky and pair with somebody in round three, you know? And so it's, so there was a guy that posted on the frontline gaming community, you know, he, he looked up the, uh, what the top 50 in the ITC are bringing. And then Dan and Ben both got left off because you can't find Dan and Ben in in (laughs) BCP right now. (laughs) There's so, there's so many players going to LVO that some of them still don't show up in the app. If you're a player and try and pull them up, which is really funny. Well, I don't know why they haven't gone through and purged the roster. Like there's a bunch of people drops in there. They haven't. Bam is still playing according to Bam is still on the the roster. So, well, I bought one ticket before they asked me to judge. And then, yep. You know, so it still has me on there as a player, and yep. I've already gotten my ticket refunded and everything. Oh, Judge, there's a player that doesn't have their list uploaded. His name's Bam Bam. <laughs> fucking yellow card yellow myself, that man. Motherfucker. So. Yep. But, like, but I look at that list, and, I, you know, I'm like, man, there's a lot of these that could go the distance, right? Like, there's not just, like, two or three guys that I'm thinking of, you know, that are in pole position. I think it could be anybody. So... I yeah, hope I it's think... some fucking no name that wins it. <laughs> fucking some guys like I just showed up to drink. Yeah, I brought like his third edition fucking craft worlds or some shit, you know. And if we're at that point, <laughs> Scott, let's just let the world burn and have TJ win it. Let's just really <laughs> see what happens. The only person I, I think you know, I would I would you know give a higher percent to make like the top eight would be Manny just because his list is so skewed. Yeah, and, I don't. I like I. He's gonna run up against three people that are like, well, I don't know what to do. Like, I'm just yeah. gonna. Yep. I guess I'm gonna attack the one that the first unit that's closest, and then I'll. Yeah. Well, just yeah, it just got game into the other top stuff, and most people can't kill that many. So yeah, I think it's his probably biggest enemy is gonna be the clock. Yep. Yep. I don't know, man. I bet he. I bet he's just been mashing games out with it. It's not what I heard, but <laughs> maybe not. Then, 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 then. Well, I mean, Manny has always had clock problems. That's always been a. He's just yeah. not a fast player, right? I mean, I'm not. He. That's just a, speed is an issue for him, and so I think that will be a liability. If I was playing so, against him, I would every time I finished an attack, I'd flip it over to him for his invul saves and his feeling of pains and all that bullshit. Yeah, you have to. You have to yep. do that. Yep. 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 There, yeah. That's and when you start doing it, taking that time into account. Uh, I don't know if he's practiced and it's long rounds though. So it's, it's three doable. hours. Yeah. You're going to be playing all three hours likely, but yeah, but that should be enough time for him to get it done though. I agree. Should is the operative word. Are you still painting? Oh yeah. Oh my God. I got one last squad. I'm finishing up. Nice. Ben, Ben's yep. painting tonight too. So they- yeah, at least I'm painting in my house and not painting in the hotel. Like Ben, Yeah, he's still painting. I thought he was done. I think he was repairing shit from uh from yeah he's so. piecing his big boys back together from the flight. Oh, man. That's why, dude. Hey, this is my plug. Kr multi case. I have the Kaiser backpack too. It fits as a carry on, so I never have to check it in, and that way I know that nothing's getting smushed under the plane when I fly. Man, it's great. I also have pack four thirty two. That's the way to run. Is the fourth? Can you set that up, or do you got to lay it down? You can do either way. See, I've got a I've got a magnet a magnetic one. Uh, the 432. Yeah. So I'm just going to shove a couple undershirts in with the with the uh, palace, uh, but everything else, I mean, I'm not really worried about it. Yeah, should have gone overhead, go yeah. underneath the front seat of you. Mm, money. Yep. No, I, I bought that one specifically to because it would go on planes. So. Yeah, dude, I did some I did some dumb shit going to Austin, and like it worked out. I think Dan saw this. I took my I took my army carrying tray. 
and I put everything in like foam slots, and then I just fucking saran wrap the whole motherfucking thing, and then put it in the bottom of my suitcase and just check my bag. And like, oh, you have the you have such faith, dude. <laughs> Guess how many models I had broken when I got to Austin? And zero, zero broken bottles, man. Yeah, because you're lucky, dude. You're lucky, dude. That shit was wasn't like, oh, check this bag. Let me just fucking chuck that shit, dude. That shit was packed so fucking tight that uh, it didn't matter. You're um, like the one dude that actually gets rescued from the Titanic. I, I'm fine. I, I made it to New York. It's good. <laughs> and then, but they came home the same way. I did the same thing home, and they were just fucking fine. So yeah, uh, you made a dark pack with the chaos gods. Uh, yeah, dude. He's like, I hope I roll a six. <laughs> On it, you made it home. Uh, I oh, need to buy something nice for air travel, though. I really do. Are you, uh, uh, Dan and Bam? Are you guys going to the GW preview tomorrow night? Yeah. I'm gonna try to. Yeah. What do you think they're gonna? What do you think they're gonna show? Well, we already uh-huh. saw a preview. That I, I guess Tim, have you seen that? Well, that I know they're gonna show the new Avatar of Kane. They've already. It's already leaked. The actual, <laughs> like from the article, the data sheet. Yeah. Oh really? What well, is no, it? no. The data, the model too. Oh, for real? Yeah, I just sent <laughs> here right now. So. Okay. Dude, he's, he's gonna be. You can literally see at the bottom of it, it says revealed by the preview or something like that. Like I might not even play Craft Worlds, but I will probably pick up that model just because it's that dope. Hey, well, one of y'all ask him about a subscription service while you're there, though, for real. No, <laughs> like, can we get this? I have Dude, a question. I got, I got the model locked the last time because I was like two minutes late, man. Old fucking Peachy was bouncing at the door and told me I couldn't come in. I told, I told Mike Brandt, I said. If you do nothing else in this chapter approved, but change the maps so that you measure from the edge instead of the center, I'll buy your stupid book. I don't think they did. No, they didn't. Well, <laughs> I think the, I think the gimmick with that is they, you know, they have the minimum table size, right? So they want to make the argument that people play on different size tables, and I'm like, dude, I I don't know, man. That's someone just you know what needs to happen to fix it, Tim. Is you and I need to make like a third party measurement map pack for somebody to buy, and then yeah. GW will sue us and then take our idea and put it in the next chapter approved. That's so, a good idea. That's what we should just do. Is like here's yep. the here's the flying monkey, you know, table or whatever the the Midwest yep. Alliance force uh, them to table measurement. Yeah, force and, them. Oh yeah. no, we have to yeah. take it down. Yeah. Oh no, we have to take it down. They're putting it in the book. So thank. Oh no, God. GW, you're yeah. taking my good idea. <laughs> Dang. Oh. <laughs> it's like. It's like I'm not about that money. I'm just about being lazy. Come on, help me out, man. Yeah, for real. Like, uh, I already do enough math in my life. I don't need to do that much. Yeah, I got at, at the shop. I got one map I like to play on, or one mat I like to play on. And the reason I like to play on that mat is because there's like a marked center, and then like there's an X through it. <laughs> so it's just it's so easy to measure that shit off of. Yeah, uh, yeah, I took a big ass sharpie in the center. Done. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I mean, I've been like, hooked I'm... up with uh, I've been hooked up with other maps. Uh, uh, Warhog Sean up in up in North Dakota. You know, he was cool, mm-hmm. and he gave me a resource he's got. But it's just like it's just annoying to me that it's not in the core book. Like, come on, like you 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 made us all change our mat sizes, and then you can't even be bothered to like change the maps in your books. Like, come on, let's go. Uh, that'd be too much work. I agree. <laughs> I don't know. Even if it's like shittily done, though, just just do yep. it. Just uh, like make it like an old fucking D and D map. Just put on some grid paper. And there you go. Carbon copy the motherfucker. So, what, uh, Ben? What's the over under on the number of cards you think you're going to issue this weekend? I don't know, man. I want to go in with like any preconceived notions, but I, you know, I'm not above shenanigans being called out, dude. I mean, you guys have seen me throw cards on motherfuckers. You guys have seen me bounce guys for tournaments. So I bet you yeah. your your card is zero. Your card count is zero. You can get fucked, Scott Sasser. I bet I, you it's zero. I bet you won't have to do it. You don't think I have to at all? That's, that's, I'm not saying that, that it won't happen uh, in the event, he's, but he's, I bet you won't have to do it. In the if, player if, base. if Root gives a card out... No, no I'm not like, confident like, in the player base. Whatever, wherever Bam is... I'm sure no one's gonna be like, nah, I don't want to. I'm not asking the judge. Nah, what I'm gonna <laughs> do to what I'm gonna do, Bam, is like if Root gives out a yellow card, I'm like I'm gonna be like, Bam, you gonna let him beat you? 
<laughs> yeah, dude. Sam just turns on. He's like, "Fuck you, yellow." Yes. Now, Dan, you get two, bitch. How's that? <laughs> Worth. That's an automatic boot. Don't let that yeah. shit happen. Nah, I want to be. I want to be fair. I, I, you know, I do think it'll be different though, because like walking around as a player in years past, I've seen shenanigans. You right. know, I've, I've seen shenanigans at a lot of tables. Like just walking up, thinking it's an interesting game, and seeing shenanigans. But you know, it's like the fucking cops. Like when people see the cop car, they don't speed. You know, so I wonder like how much of that's gonna be, yep. you know, oh shit, it's cops, act right, you know, type of deal versus just whatever. So you, you know, gotta have like a, a sweatshirt on over your judges. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're the yeah. undercover judge. <laughs> undercover judge. Yeah. Just have the bowling shirt that you can rip back and be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> nah, I want to be fair. I want people to have a good time. But uh, I, uh, I definitely, if I see some shenanigans, I'll put a card on somebody. So it's, you know, really a yellow card is a warning to act right. You know, I think people take yep. them way more seriously than they need to. Um, Dan Sam. Well, that's the thing, right? But, I, I think of. <laughs> I've cried because of. <laughs> well, no, like, I mean, they come like soccer is where cards are at. Right. And that's right. what it is. A yellow card is a warning. Right. It's a, it's it's a hey, like fix your fix yourself. Otherwise, we'll take serious action. And I think people just need to realize that's what it is. Such so, a check yourself before you wreck yourself moment. So yep, exactly. <laughs> no, I, I think it's going to be good. I think it's going to be good. Um, yeah, I'm sure somebody in the top fifty at the ITC will end up winning it. I just don't know. I I can't speak confidently as to who. Um, yeah. Dan, where do you where do you see yourself winding up? Where, what's your goal? I have no idea. If I went five and one, I'd be thrilled. The nice. uh, I again because I know how uh, the math works. Like on on relying on four ups, like trying to get six games winning is asking a lot. You're gonna have a game where it's gonna Tough. To work. Well, if anybody has 40k luck, it's your dumb ass. So yeah, I get <laughs> the luckiest son of a bitch in fucking 40k. To to this day, not just 40k. To mm. this day, <laughs> I will never forget. He's not even disputing it. You see, he's not even disputing it. I bet Dan knows exactly what story I'm about to tell, too. I will never forget at Adepticon watching Dan's hell pit abomination get up not once, but twice. I'm pretty sure his opponent quit playing Warhammer Fantasy (laughs) because of that. His opponent, I played the same guy the following year in War Machine. And he was like, he was like, you don't remember me, do you? And I was like, oh, no, he's like. We played uh, last year, and your help it got up twice against me. And I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it, it changed the course of his life. <laughs> He's like, I played a different game. this shit. He sees Dan Sam's name, and he hears, hello, darkness. Dude, I, and I, I don't know how that game was going, but I, I remember, like, the help it getting up once was amazing to swing the game. And, like, the help it getting up a second time was just... just well, the icing yeah. on the cake was... was the Dan was Dan, right? So he's just kind of trash talking for fun. And like <laughs> he, he goes to roll and he just goes, it's coming back again. And it does. And then the, that's what like his soul left oh, his body. <laughs> I mean, Adepticon yeah. kind of has that effect on people though. I mean, I've quit a game. I've literally quit X-Wing after Adepticon. I was like, I'm never fucking playing this game again. Man. Some guy just was like, I, I can't, dude. So. Well, that, was back when the, uh, that was hey. back when the 40k turn or the fantasy tournament was only four rounds and there was like over a hundred players. So it was like, maybe you can have some luck to win, but yeah, I mean, yeah, we'll see. No, I, th- I think, I think your list can go five, one, but again, it's going to take, take a little dice going your way to have it happen. Same with me. I mean, that's, I went four, two at last LVO. So I'd like to at least meet, match that again. I, if I can go four and two right. in my list, I'll be very happy. Dan can go six and oh, if, his blade guard champions pour enough oil. Yeah. My, my if list, they pour enough, he can my go list away. has answers to he everything. Slip right in there. Damn, yeah. shelf topless just smothered. Yeah, dude. I'll give you some of that hand stuff I gave Jeff Huston. <laughs> <laughs> I can't I can't hold on to my dice. <laughs> the uh what was I say? The uh yeah, that like the mana cores, they're good, but like was they they have some games I've played where like Okay, I'm gonna like I, I played against uh, Drakari the other night and shot. I shot quite a few things because I was out of range of him uh, at his damn Talos, and just with you know, it's like oh, I got uh, nine shots, but I only get three hits and does one wound, and all of a sudden like, yeah, I could do my whole army of shooting and kill like a Talos. 
where, where other times like one mana core almost one shots like a diamond caron. So there's yep. there's a little bit of swinginess in the mana cores. I uh, I don't know, man. I hope my homies do well. I hope the the Midwest represents. That's just kind of where I'm at. I well, yeah, and and we're at that point where. In previous years, there were people from the Midwest that, like, I would not root for, right? Um, but I feel like we've kind of purged ourselves of all of those folks that are really toxic. And so there's not... Knock on wood, Tim. Yeah, knock on wood. <laughs> but no, like, there's nobody, there's nobody from our neck of the woods going to LVO where I'm like, oh, man, I hope they don't do well, right? Like, all, all of the dudes that I know that are going, I'm super excited for. So we'll see. When do you, are you guys going to the preview event? Yeah, I definitely am. If I can show up late, it starts at eight. I'm my. I have an evening flight, so like I heard eight thirty was what I heard. Yeah, so I should get there like right, right before. I should make it just in time. But if I'm a little bit late, it sounds like they they won't be very accommodating. So we'll see. I mean, at the rate the spoilers are leaking, I mean the whole thing might be out by. by Well, okay. Well, so that was giving me my question about that. Do you think there's going to be any surprises announced? Because they. I mean, they've hyped things up before and they've kind of fallen flat, but GW's like, this is a big if it's, one, guys. If it's goddamn Admech dogs again, I'm going to fucking be punching babies, man. The only only thing that'll that'll, that'll, that'll get You're me... Right. The <laughs> only thing that's going to get me a chubby is going to be squats. So I'm saying squats. Dude, if they if they drop... I'm going, I'm going yep. full gump if they do squats, <laughs> man. <laughs> Who gives full, a fuck about Full squats? extra 21st chromosome. Fuck you. If they go squats. Honestly, dude. Fuck you, Sassy. I don't get the love. I don't get the love. Oh, come on. That's how we know you haven't been playing 40K very long. Jesus. I've been playing 40K for a long time. Only you since don't have third edition. No. <laughs> only, since, only since third. But squats were more like a rogue trader era thing. So was, yeah. I don't know. Man. When, did they, when did they cut ties with them and just be like, ah, we're done with this? They just released a model of Necromunda. What are you? Oh, I know they released a model. I'm just saying, when, when did they first? Eight. Like how long ago was? Did you it see the uh, it? speaking of uh, hammer and bolter? I, I know a lot of people poo-poo on that cartoon, but dude, it's pretty dope. I like it. It has like the old heavy metal vibes. But oh the, yeah, the latest episode they had the like, it was like chaos terminators and necrons, and when they went into the uh, like the trophy room of uh, who's the the pokeball fucking necron dude? Is it is it Trinarzaris? Trajan or something. I don't know whoever it is, but it's Trajan the Infinite or whatever. Yeah, that dude. He collects like everything and puts it in his museum. Right. When you when you went into the museum, there's a whole bunch of shit, and like one of the things was a squat that was like on display in there. I was like, man, they GW just just gave a little hint. I hope that's a hope that's a sign they're still thinking about it. So I mean, you know what, Scott? I'm gonna convert a squat army just because you're making that fucking face. Do it and just do it. Sam's so, gonna do gonna it. Be and he's gonna get like a three first painting score. Yeah, it's gonna be some chaos shit, so the chaos players don't cut themselves anymore. <laughs> no. I yeah. hope it is, dude. They did all like I tell you, man, the, the chaos players are the I hate my dad people. Dude, like, they, I chaos just got Bellicor. They're fine. Yeah. They're, they're, they're good. They still only have one wound, and they will remind you about that. So, yeah. Well, don't spend so much time in the warp, man. Jeez. Oh, that's it. They'll yeah. get their two wounds. I do love. I, I don't think they will. Honestly, one of the best one of the best 40k rants I ever heard years ago was by a chaos player, and he was like, "So what? Did we just conveniently lose all of our land speeders in the warp? Did all of our like he's like listing all of the space marine vehicles that are just gone that you can't take as chaos space marines? He's like, where did they go? Are they? Did we lose them? Like, what happened to them? Like, he was really like and i thought he was just kind of being trolly to be funny and then he's like no i'm serious like this is terrible and i was like okay we're moving on <laughs> so like fuck your yeah. couch man does imperium have a hell drake do they have fucking forge fiends you know right Mauler fiends yeah Mauler fiends like shut your fucking go go cut yourself it's like you got Volkai, the demon ages you, you yeah. got volkai contemptors you're fine yeah going up in points bitches well, as they should. Yeah, 195 they should. is still good for that. Yeah, it's not bad. Package. Yeah, I've, been bad touched, I've been bad touched by those things enough that I think that's totally a fair price point. So it is. Yeah. Well, fellas, I say we called a night there. Yeah, it's a solid conversation. It's a good talk tonight. I'm glad Dan made it on. Yeah. Are you guys are you guys yeah. going to the thing after the, the open? The, the TO thing? Yeah, yeah, I'm going to the TO meeting. Yeah, yeah. Me too. Well, 
I will not be there, but I wish the two of you the best of luck. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, good luck. I'm going to give Danny a yellow card out of principle now. Sorry. So. <laughs> okay. If Dan hasn't gotten a yellow card before the end of the season, just go ahead and stack one on yeah. it before. Do it, do it in round six to cost him a chance to get to the Elam rounds. Oh. Yeah. I don't even, it doesn't even matter. <laughs> Dude, I, only, I only got to beat one person. So. Yeah, because you're you're playing purely for best Imperium, right? Yeah. So we and we both have pretty similar lists, but who you gotta beat? Uh Zach Kirst. Yeah. Okay. Another, yeah, yeah. He's running more killiness in his list, but a lot I think a, a lot less scenario play. So shall be interesting to see who does better. Good. Yep. Well good luck and, and Godspeed. Uh Scott, any last words? Nope. Thanks for having me on. Uh Tim. I don't know if you guys know Tim has a Tesla. Uh, you, any last words or anything about your Tesla you want everybody to know? Just, you know, make sure you tune into all the BAMS live streams for my Tesla. That's 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 how you'll learn about it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll do Tesla Talks again at some event coming to you soon. Yep. Uh, BAM, what you got? Nothing. Nothing. Gotta get all packed. Right. Gotta wake up early. Do it. Do it to it. All right, guys. Thanks for coming on tonight. Um, you know, for those that support the show on Patreon, we appreciate it. And I will try and get this up on YouTube sometime. But uh, you guys will probably see this Thursday instead of Friday because we will be all traveling and doing the thing. So support Loon Gaming Store. Um, keep a chin up. It's not the end of the world. Meta's changing. We're going to have fun. And uh, see you guys next week. Game over, man. It's game over.